1: Welcome to another episode of Keeping It Real. I'm Mike and today we're going to have a guest co-host today, Michelle. She's going to be stepping in and helping me. Travis is going to pitch in a little bit. And we got Brad Remen from the finance department. He's going to be giving us some uh, useful information about the new per diem plan. He, we're going to be covering some on the sliding pay scale because I always get a lot of questions uh, from new drivers. So Brad, how are you doing today? Doing good. Thanks for having me. Well, it's, it's a pleasure. Tell us a little bit about yourself, Brad.
2: Uh, well, I've been working here at Rail for about three and a half years. Um, came over for I spent 25 years in marketing uh, for a mail order company here in town, and and uh, three and a half years ago I transitioned over Rail. So um, I went from marketing direct mail to finance uh, in a transportation company. So uh, it's been an interesting three years, starting off a brand new career. So what made you choose to come to Rail? Well, I wanted to stay in Marshfield. Um, my position or the company I was working with, um, they w- decided to shut the business down. And so I was looking for other opportunities. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely want to stay in Marshfield uh, because I have family here. My kids are here. My wife has a good job here. Um, and I just happened to come across a position uh, at Rail uh, when I was doing my job search. And as I read through the job description, it really aligned a lot with uh, some of the things I was doing at my other company, even though it's a different industry and a different uh um, type of uh, position, a lot of the, um, the job responsibilities were in alignment. Um, mm-hmm. And I came in, interviewed with my boss, Hang Chen. He's the, the VP of finance, and um, it just I knew right away, first interview, this is a company I wanted to work for. Right. You could definitely tell. I told him when I first started working here, or actually in the interview, um, I said the the thing that I really want to do is I want to find a company where that is a good culture and mm-hmm. where I feel like it can make a difference. You know, pays always important. Right. But that'll take care of itself over time. What you can't get past is the company right. culture and knowing that you actually make a difference.
1: yeah, i, I could I could totally agree with you. I, I was a owner owner operator prior to this, so you know, and then i I quit driving a few years back and started doing the the orientation, the training, end of it. And the pay was a little less, but, I really enjoy it. So I, I can I can see where you're coming from. We we have a lot of people that come to Rel. You know, they they say the same thing like you said. They're uh, they they read into it. They get a lot of good reviews, some bad, but mostly good. And a lot of them's never even been in the trucking industry at all, mm-hmm. anything to do with it. And they 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 really adapt to it, and they, they put a real good. Did you wind up going through most of the departments training?
2: No, I didn't. I didn't really go through that path. I did meet with the different department heads okay. and uh, various people in departments, and sat down and just did a you know a one hour, two hour shadow here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I didn't go through the formalized training like I know some have. I haven't gotten in a truck and gone right. through and and. Uh, well, we if you ever want testing, to. And that's something I definitely want to do. Um, it sounds very interesting. I'd like to see how I fare compared to some other people. If, if you ever want to, we could put you on additional training and be glad <laughs> to
1: show you. <laughs> yeah. We even got a couple of manuals still out there. We could even show you how to show uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if we have enough insurance coverage <laughs> you, for that, you know, so. it, you would be shocked. Uh, I've seen fleet managers come through here, and I used to get most of them because I'm in additional training. I used to get most of them, and they're actually pretty darn good. I, I was shocked how how good they took up to it. It was it was kind of surprising. And I think they were surprised how good they done it. I think it's because they have no pressure. You know, like our students, they're they, it's kind of a, we have to do it, we have to do it. And you guys are kind of like, this is a lot of fun. Let's do this. It's and a lot more relaxing. I exactly. Yeah. Um, so... I, I've heard how you said how you, you chose to come to Rail. Tell us a little bit about yourself. What do you like to do in your personal life?
2: Uh, right now, um, mostly spent most of my time with my kids. i got a 7-year-old and a 5-year-old. Mm-hmm. Uh, that keeps me really busy. Um, I'm coaching my youngest soccer team right now. First yeah. year I'm doing that. Um, we spend a lot of weekends and a lot of time shuttling them around from we're doing swim lessons, football, soccer, there baseball, you name it, the sport, my right. boys are doing it, so... I've got a seven-year-old um, myself, and it's, yeah. Any hobbies that you're into? Uh, hobbies, I enjoy sports. Um, I don't play sports as much as I used to, just um, getting a little tough to do that. Uh, I like watching sports, and I like doing projects around the house. So, gotcha. um, Like I said, kids keep me pretty busy at this stage. I can understand that. Where do you see yourself in the future? Uh, that's a great question. Um Ideally, I'd like to be retiring here in the next probably six, seven years if I
1: could. You really don't look old enough to be retired.
2: Well, yeah, it's. Uh, I'd like to. Um, right. That's a, that's a short-term goal, I would say, right. uh, to get it a little sooner rather than later. But um, I don't know, I'm just having, I'm enjoying my time here at Rail. Mm-hmm. Like I said uh, earlier, this uh, transition to Rail was just like a breath of fresh air. 25 years in another company, another mm-hmm. industry. And then I came to Rail and it, was, it almost felt like I was in kindergarten again. You really? Know? going into something I just didn't know anything about. And it's just been exciting. Every day has been exciting. And transportation is I mean, such an exciting industry to be a part of. I mean, right. I had no idea. I, I lived in Marshfield for how many years and, and I always knew rail was here, but I had no idea what rail did. Until you get in and you start looking at the intricacies of, right. of trying to move freight across the country. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just, it's so dynamic. And it, every day is, you're learning something new. I mean, it's fun. Right. I, I, I always say, I used to regret going to bed on Sunday nights because I knew when I woke up, I'd have to go into work on Monday. I don't feel that way anymore. You know, I'm excited to come into work on Mondays. Okay. You see the near future, you're in the financial
1: end. Do you see it in uh, pretty good shape for rail?
2: Oh yeah. No rails. Um, this is a rails, a solid company. It's got great leadership. Um, Rick is, he's got one of the most solid minds that I've ever seen. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's, he's, He's not afraid to take chances, but he's cautious in his approach, you right. know, and he's built himself a good executive team around him. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of good minds um, that just are steering the company in the right direction. Uh, this is, we're, we're, we're very lucky to be a part of this company. Yeah, I know in the past
1: we've had some trouble times throughout the last decade-ish, mm-hmm. or maybe past, and we seem to have uh, gain drivers and uh, we, we weathered the storm just fine, and I know a lot of people are concerned about that right now, you mm-hmm. know, a lot of our drivers out there, but I, it's nice to be reassured from the financial end of it, we're, we're solid, you know, I like, I like to hear that. I'm yeah. sure our drivers love to hear that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we, you were, I know you handle the sliding pay scale and you handle the per DM. Could you tell us a little bit about each one of them, what it would benefit
2: the driver? Sure, Yeah. sure. We'll talk off with, uh, start off with the sliding pay scale. So the, the goal, this all started um, late winter of 21 and into er, um, early part of the year of 22. Uh, we wanted to take a look at the pay plans. And as you may remember, we had the Your Choice pay plans that was really comprised of two different separate plans kind of rolled into one package. We had the uh, performance bonus plan, and then they could graduate up into the premium mileage rate plan. Uh, the concept was good and it was they were de- their decent pay plans, but what we wanted to do is we wanted to simplify things, and make it a little um, little easier to understand, and make it a little more equitable for the drivers across the board. And but what I mean by that is try to even out their pay on a daily basis. So and the third piece that we wanted to do was also, um, make sure that we were giving drivers a pay increase mm-hmm. because it was a recognition that, you know, our drivers are hardworking, you know, our right. company's doing good and we wanted to pass, make sure that the drivers are benefiting from that as well. So we went into it with the idea of we want to make sure that we're giving everybody pay increases and simplify the pay plans. Um, so the sliding, the sliding uh, pay scale kind of came about because we were taking a look at one of the pain points with some of the drivers, um, just the nature of how the freight is these days. You know, we do a lot of, uh, mix of different types of freight so we have a lot of regional drivers they could be doing a 100 mile load or they might be doing a 400 mile load Mm -hmm. it depends you know it's every day could be a little bit different Uh, the point of contention was if i'm getting 55 cents a mile on 100 miles it's a little bit different than i'm getting 55 cents on 400 miles they're not going to make as much on a daily basis they may not make as much on a daily basis so we tried to even that out so the sliding um pay scale what that does is it tries to smooth it out the goal, ultimate goal is, regardless of the types of load that you're hauling on a day, you can make roughly the same amount on a day-to-day basis. Gotcha. So what we did is we created that sliding, sliding scale, so on the lower lengths of haul, you get paid a higher mileage rate to try to compensate for the fact that you're not running as many miles. Right. But the more miles you run, that pay mileage mm-hmm. rate comes down. But ultimately, what it ends up doing, when you get done working in a day, you should make roughly the same, same amount, amount whether you're right. running those 100 mile loads or a 300 miles right load. makes sense and there's
0: more uh loading and unloading right with the short hauls.
2: yeah with a on average we took we took a look at a time i mean there was a lot of effort put into this and a lot of um, development and analysis that was put into uh, play here you know we took a look at um, the amount of time on average that it takes to run a like a 50 mile load takes on average you're talking probably about two hours worth of time because mm-hmm. it's not just the drive time but your load time if you do right. a live load you're talking half hour 45 minutes could be an hour sometimes right. you know versus a drop in hooks about 15 minutes you know when you take a look at it in the course of a day if you have um a driver who's running you know driving 10 hours in a day you know you he could maybe do four loads in a day mm-hmm. maybe if he's running some of those shorter lengths of haul and that's really pushing it um you know but it it it's it does take more time versus uh, uh, running a 400 mile load, you know, your load and then you're just driving.
3: Okay, Brad. So I'm an instructor now at rail and I was a driver. Um, while I was out there on the road, I was getting stop pay as well as the mileage. Um, what is this new plan? What's the difference going to be there? Um, is there a difference?
2: Not really with regards to stop pay. Um, In most of the pay plans the stop pay remained intact. We did not touch the stop pay although there Was I think we had one pant plan the premium plus where those drivers moved over to the new national sliding scale plan and some of that stop pay did uh, Go away, but what we did is the mileage rates Compensated for that so they were making more money overall everything else being equal Um, but You know, one thing we wanted to do is Rick's uh, always been, uh, at least my experience in working with him, um, he likes to pay for performance and he wants the pay plan to reflect the work that people are doing. So if stops are an important part of um, a particular fleet, he wants to make sure that we're compensating for that. Um, And that was was one of the things we did not want to touch. We didn't want to uh, take away those elements that were important Mm -hmm. to the work that the drivers are doing.
1: For the, for the drivers out there delivering the shorter runs, you're going to obviously, like you said, you're going more, more to have more deliveries. That's going to take more time. Have they upped the,
2: the detention pay for the drivers? Um, in some cases, some of the pay plans, the detention pay did increase, mm-hmm. um, and that's always being looked at. Um, and I would say, actually, I think in most of the plans, I think the detention pay did increase if that had already been increased, and right. that's something we've been um, slowly edging up over the last year or so.
1: Is there any other new changes to the pay program?
2: Yeah, the, the one thing that I think is really beneficial to everybody, um, and this is a carryover from the, Your, the old Your Choice mm-hmm. programs that the sliding um, uh, pay plans replaced is that we have the driver scorecard. Okay. And if you remember in the or Choice plans, for those that were in the performance bonus portion of that plan, mm-hmm. that scorecard um, could get you up into the premium mileage rate plan. And then when you were in, um, that's where you could earn the higher rates of pay. But if you stayed in the performance bonus plan, if you got a level seven, eight, nine or 10 on your scorecard, you were eligible for a one, one and a half, three or five cent quarterly bonus based on the miles you ran for that quarter. Mm -hmm. Well, again, Rick is a proponent of uh, paying for productivity. So we kept that scorecard in place and we rolled that quarterly bonus out to all drivers now are eligible in this sliding pay plan. Mm -hmm. So if you're a driver and you're out there and you score uh, at the end of the quarter a 7, 8, 9, or 10, you can get that. You're eligible for that quarterly bonus of the 1, one and, a half, three and 5 cents on all miles that you drove for the quarter. What's nice about that is it really kind of gives the driver the ability to control the amount of money that they make. Mm-hmm. You, if you run and you're productive, you run safe, and you control your MPG, you may be eligible to get that quarterly bonus so long as you get that level seven, eight, nine, or ten. And if you're productive and you're not, you know, you're not getting into an accident and you're controlling your MPG, the chances of you getting that level seven, eight, nine, or ten are pretty high. And um, there's not many pay plans out there where drivers can control the amount of money that they make. Right. I wish I. Wish I could do that a little better, but
1: yeah, I, I completely agree with you there. So, so really, it's left up to the driver. You know, I, I hear people that I need to make more money. Literally, you could do
2: it, and mm-hmm. right off the bat, you could be making more money. Right, exactly, exactly. Yeah. It's, it's. I, I think it's an undersung element of this new pay plan. Mm-hmm. It's something that because they don't see it on that paycheck every right. week, mm-hmm. you, you see it in a lump sum, but. When that quarterly bonus hits, and all of a sudden you see it on your paycheck, that's nice a lump sum. It <laughs> it is. I've had
3: them before. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah.
2: Right. I've seen some of those amounts, and and they're they're pretty decent amounts that uh, mm-hmm. are going to show up on your check, and all of a sudden it's that realization, like, hey, this it's not a bad thing yeah. to have.
3: We're, well, when you're running like 2,500, 2,800 miles, and that was in five or six days, I was doing that. Mm-hmm. It really after them quarters come you're like oh well that was worth that right (laughs) putting all that extra work in and the time
1: i talked to uh, i talked to some of the drivers out there and i'm amazed at the the rate that people are getting nowadays when i started a few days ago (laughs) i think my first job it was like 17 cent a mile i am dumbfounded at some of the, the and that's how far it's came and I'm going to say a short period of time, but that's, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> but it's came a long ways. I mean, the, 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 I mean, they literally, when I become an owner-operator, some of the company drivers are literally making more than I was as an owner-operator, Yeah. and it's amazing. It's, uh, you know, you really can make a good living doing truck driving. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. It, I mean, it's not easy work. I mean, no. you know, not glance past that fact, but, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I think. It's surprising to a lot of people when they hear mm-hmm. that you know if you work hard and you put your effort into it, there's some good money to be made out there. Right, you, you know, know everybody comes out of high school and they uh, they immediately and there's nothing wrong with getting
1: a college degree. Mm-hmm. I, I highly recommend people do that, but this industry here, you can literally you can you could come to rail, you could be trained here, mm-hmm. you could have a job. And I mean making seventy, eighty thousand dollars a year right mm-hmm. out of the right out of the bat, and obviously a little more if you do what you're supposed to do, you know, which right. is pretty impressive. Well, you got to be 21. We got to get not, that age to 18. Um, not, nice. always, not always, not we always. We trained the first 18-year-old recently. Well, which yeah. I, had two. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. I like to hear that. So uh, they're starting to uh, do a little bit of it. it's, it's intrastate where they can only run in yeah. Wisconsin, but and they can't uh, touch any load going out out of the state. Yeah, but it, it's. I mean, could you imagine being an 18 year old making $70,000, 80000 a year? That's unheard of. I, I would have loved to had that option. Yeah, yeah we, we
0: need to open that up.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah that's, more that's of that,
0: that. Yeah. nationally. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah, we got it. And they're still here. We've trained two so far, and they're mm-hmm. still here. And now, Michelle, uh, you
0: said uh, extra work to get the, that bonus and stuff is it really extra work or is it just doing um, your work that that you're responsible to do at good
3: well yeah it's it's doing your work doing it responsibly um, utilizing your time taking only a 10 hour break don't you know don't do a 12 or 13 hour unless you need the sleep i I made sure I got my rest I made sure I did everything I was supposed to do um, and and what I mean by extra is I'm paying more attention to what I'm doing I'm paying more attention to my fuel mileage I'm watching. I'm making sure I have my cruise control on, I'm going 62 or 63 instead of 65. Um, You know, I'm, I'm trying to do everything I can, coasting down hills, you know, easing into the accelerator. Those are those little extra things that you can do and also making sure I'm on time, keeping my customers happy. No matter what kind of day I'm having, no matter what kind of back I just had to do, I walk in, I'm smiling. I'm trying to, to make a good example of truck drivers and make them customers want me to be there, um, not have them complaints, those extra things. So that's a little extra work, I call it. It's not really the physical. Um, you have multiple loads per trailer. You got to get out more, but you look at it on the bright side. It's exercise. We don't get a lot of that when we sit there in the seat all day. So if I have five stops on a trailer, that's five opportunities for me to get a little bit more exercise in for the day. So it's kind of your mental attitude where you're at there, with a lot of it. So
1: that'll keep you healthy and keep you yeah. uh, from going to the doctor and spending more money on medical bills. And now I get to
3: walk <laughs> around outside all day, yeah. so that's really nice. Uh, that's why I love my job.
1: <laughs> Brad, I noticed the last you know last couple of years we've had the pandemic, so it's kind of been. A lot of trucking companies have took advantage of the customer. I call it take advantage of the customers. They they've seen that they needed truck driving and they've kind of. I notice we're we're not in the habit of doing that. We've got good good customers and we've took care of them. So do you see that helping us in the future?
2: Yeah, it's a it's a give and take. You know, mm-hmm. obviously we want to take advantage of market changes, and right. if we have the opportunity to get more rate, we're definitely going to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but it's also. Making sure that we're giving them their money's worth, you right. know, and it's providing excellent customer service, and I think that's something that rail's really prided themselves on, is servicing the customer because that's where they're going to um, keep coming back. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, eventually the economy is going to turn, and it always rates are going to. Yep, it's it's an up and down cycle, and. And you know, we're in it for business. Business is business, Mm -hmm. you know. um, We try to take advantage of getting as much rate as we can get, as we're comfortable getting from our customers and they're gonna do the same. You know, right now things are starting to soften a little bit and starting to see some rate pressure now. And you know, customers want relief off of rates and it's just part of the industry though. Um, But I think really where companies can differentiate themselves is, is that level of service. That's when everything else is equal, Mm -hmm. If you know that you're going to get those loads delivered on time, you're probably going to go with that that carrier versus the other one. Mm -hmm. Um, In some cases, you might be willing to pay a little bit more because you know you're going to get that good service versus going with the, you know, the discount shopping or the bargain shopping, and you pay a little bit less. But now all of a sudden, you you got people sitting around waiting for a load to come in, and if it's Mm -hmm. especially if you're waiting on materials and it's time based, Mm -hmm. you got to make sure that you're delivering on time. Um, and, so. do, and doing it safely exactly yeah, and the capacity yeah. yeah and making sure that you have the capacity exactly yeah. which we're, we're doing well with uh, growth right right um, it's yeah and the growth has been phenomenal um, we've been doing quite well over the uh, I think this is the highest driver count that rails had is at least that's, that's what. what I'm being told I've only been here three and a half years yeah. it's the most in my three and a half years um, that's and that's I'm right? hearing mm-hmm. it's the highest driver count that we've ever had so
1: yeah, I noticed we started getting a lot of new trucks in finally. <laughs> finally. <laughs> finally, right. I, I, I've, been, I've been doing a ton of uh, uh, refreshers. That's what, you know, they do when, when they're waiting for trucks, they come back in. And that was nice to see. I said, it's, it's, I've been doing it. That's all I've been doing lately. So I was like, yeah, that's good. Are you, uh, I know everything's pretty much on hold. I don't even know if this will be your end of the deal. But a lot of the mechanical end, we're having to wait on parts and everything. Mm-hmm. Is
2: that affecting the cost when we go to buy them? Oh, yeah. Costs have been um, going up Mm -hmm. just as fast as rates have been going up. So, you know, we might be happy that uh, uh, rates have been increasing, um, which affects our revenue. Our costs have been going up just as much. Um, You know, some parts have been going up. I've heard 30%, 40% in some cases. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, tires, oil, you name it. Um, And that's just assuming you can even get it because the supply is somewhat limited. So Mm -hmm. uh, inflationary factors are hitting us just as hard as they're hitting the average consumer. So. That's we got to keep that in mind when we're running the business, you know, that mm-hmm. um, it's it's two sides of the equation. You got your revenues coming in and you got your costs that right. are going out. So you need to keep those in balance. And what, it, what is the number one cost right now? Oh, well, fuel is their fuel, I was
1: going to say, yeah. fuel. Yeah. It's usually yeah. always. Yeah. Uh, is there
2: anything that drivers can do, you think, to help us well, in that con- MPG? Con- controlling MPG and the big thing that we've been focusing on is that idle time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, really trying to control that because that's just burning fuel and without yeah. really generating any revenue whatsoever. Mm-hmm. You know, when if you're running, if those tires are turning, you're generally making money, right? The right. company's generally making money when those tires are turning. So you're getting something for that fuel. But when that idle, the truck's standing still and it's idling, we're not making any money. That's just pure cost that's being burned Mm -hmm. right there. Um, So I know that's been a focal point for the company over the last year. And um, that's probably an area that we could continue to improve.
0: Yeah, I recently uh, did a video uh, talking Mm -hmm. about uh, it being smart to not leave optimized idle on when drivers go home Mm -hmm. for the weekend or for their home time.
2: Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, and I, you know it's a lot of it's weather dependent too. You know, you get those hot months, and you want to keep the cab cool. I get it. You know, it's just trying to find that balance and understanding when you should and shouldn't be running.
1: Yeah, so. and I know it from years of being owner operator. It's uh, before I was, it was, uh, it was. Uh, well, I'm too hot or I'm too cold, and now I've adapted to that myself. And I can kind of tell when I had work with people that are lease operators that lease through rail, and you can kind of see the difference in the company versus the – because the, the lease operator, every time they stop, they're sh- turning engines off, you know. And <laughs> the company drivers are like, well, I'm just running to the back to check the okay. truck out.
0: Turn the truck off. Well, those company drivers yeah. can they do the same that. thing as that owner-operator. Yeah, and with the MPG performance, mm-hmm. yeah. see the benefits of that.
1: Well, yeah. it is like you said, though, you know, they – they don't. it costs you get it in the bonus. So if some people don't think about, you know, what they're getting in the long run. They see right now. They need to put like a little uh yeah. a post-it note that says uh, bonus coming. Right, soon. not kidding. <laughs> MPG. Yeah, get you. Everybody wants a raise. Here you go. We're telling you how to do it right now. Yep. Yeah. Uh, So I know we got the per diem plan coming up. Uh, I think you Mm -hmm. went in pretty pretty good detail about the sliding pay scale. So the per diem, tell us a little bit about that if you don't mind.
2: Sure. Um, So the per diem program, rail has had a per diem program for many years. Mm -hmm. Um, Previously it was what we call a mileage-based per diem program. So Mm -hmm. what it was was how this got implemented. Um, You took the base mileage rate for a driver and if they participated in the program. Um, twelve and a half cents was reduced off their base mileage rate, and they would get paid back. And eleven cents, um, eleven cents would go back to them tax-free. Penny and a half was held back um, to serve as a tax offset. The way that that worked, drivers' wages are tax deductible, but reimbursements are not. So when we took that eleven and a half or that twelve and a half cents out and gave 11 cents back in a tax free reimbursement, we could not deduct that 11 cents on our taxes. So rail had a fairly significant tax hit Mm -hmm. by offering that program to the drivers. And so that penny and a half was just trying to offset that, try to keep the company whole, if you will. So basically think of it as you're gone overnight away Mm -hmm. from home and you have to incur expenses for meals, you know, housing, a lot of our drivers are in their their trucks, obviously, Um, but any incidentals that they may incur for being away from home the IRS will allow $69 reimbursement tax-free because essentially what you're saying is it's kind of like your money coming back to mm-hmm. you to reimburse you for the money that you're spending. Well, the downside with the mileage plan that we had before was it didn't necessarily allow the drivers to fully maximize that full $69 per day because it was based upon how many miles they were running. So what we wanted to do, um, and Rick, my boss, actually came up with the idea of looking at going with, uh, there's a company out there called Atlantic HR Solutions. They work with a lot of trucking companies, and they implement a per diem program. So we talked with them. We brought them in. They're out of South Carolina, and they're the experts in this area. They know this stuff inside and out. So we said, let's bring them in. They're going to implement this program for us. And what we did is in June, we switched over from that mileage-based plan to the daily um, plan. And what the daily plan does now, it allows the driver to maximize that opportunity of the tax-free reimbursement. It's not added wages. It's taking the wages that they're getting and it's just giving it to you, but tax-free. So you need to be, in order to be eligible for this, you have to be away from home um, for more than 12 hours in order to get the $69 a day rate um, if you're gone for a partial day, it's fifty-one dollars and seventy-five cents that you're eligible for. But what it allows you to do, it allows the drivers to actually qualify for more tax-free dollars. So, did a comparison, um, just taking an average driver. Let's, I think I use fifty-four cents per mile, a base average, assuming they run about one hundred and fifteen thousand miles in a year. When you and they're single in the state of Wisconsin, and you run it through the tax tables, they would actually be taking home. About $5,000 more um, annually At the end of the year. Yep. and that's tax-free dollars yep. um, so th- I mean to me it's 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 really a no-brainer um, in, mm-hmm. in participating in this program because there's really no cost to the driver unless you qualify for per diem in a week now Atlantic HR Solutions obviously they're a company and they won't need to make money too mm-hmm. so they what they do is they um, they do have an administrative fee of $2 but it's $2 per week is only if you qualify for per diem. So it doesn't matter if you qualify for one day of per diem or seven days of per diem, it's two dollars. If you don't qualify for per diem in that week and you don't receive any per diem that week, they don't charge you. Mm-hmm. So the maximum out of pocket cost for any driver is gonna be a hundred and four dollars a year. Mm-hmm. And that's to potentially save thousands of dollars mm-hmm. in money. So to me again, it's it's just a no brainer.
0: So why wouldn't, why don't drive? I mean, there's drivers out there that don't do this, yeah, right? Why wouldn't you do it? Why aren't they doing it? Uh,
2: I you know that's a great question. I'm not really sure. Some of the objections that we've heard, in Atlantic HR will uh, said the same thing. They hear this from other um, mm-hmm. companies that they work with. Um, some drivers are concerned that when you take and you divert their pay into a tax-free reimbursement, it does not get reported on your W-2 as right. income. So that may make it harder to go out and if you want to get a mortgage, for example. Mm-hmm. Now, a way around that, Atlantic, Atlantic HR has a form that they will fill out and they will contact your bank and say, hey, listen, this person is making more, it's just coming in a tax-free reimbursement, mm-hmm. so they can make these mortgage payments. I had
1: heard that myself, yeah. you know. Uh, I had heard that one. I had also heard, well, I'm gonna be paying in less taxes that could leave me at the end of the year having to pay in money to the, to the IRS.
2: No. Nope. This is these the dollars that go come off and mm-hmm. are given to you as a tax for reimbursement are never um, on your W-2, so you mm-hmm. don't pay taxes on it. Gotcha. it. Does not. It's it's a benefit for you. You're you're actually paying less taxes. That's where your gain mm-hmm. comes.
1: Is there any? I, I've heard the pros to it. Is there
2: any cons to taking it out? Um, one of the objections to the other objection, and this is probably the most common is, uh, people are thinking that it's going to potentially impact their social security distribution mm-hmm. when you get to mm-hmm. um, that age. Um, assuming that social security is going to even be there when we <laughs> retire. Right. Um, and, and there's, there's truth to that because mm-hmm. they do take a look at your average. Um, they take, I think it's 30 years of your highest earning years to calculate how much social security you're eligible to get. Um, but I, and I would say, if it was, if this were me, and if that was a serious concern of mine, what I would do is I would still participate in the per diem program, and I would take a little bit of that money and I'd put it into my four hundred one k as an invested in something. So else. you know, you could take if I, if I'm going to save myself five grand a year, mm-hmm. I might take a thousand of those dollars and throw it into my own personal IRA, or maybe if I'm participating in the four hundred one k contribution program, maybe I up it by a percentage you know, to help offset that. If that's a serious concern of yours, you know, everybody's a little bit different. Um, You know, it depends on what your retirement strategy is and where you're sitting with that. You know, I, I personally don't, not going to plan on having social security. I don't know if it's going to be around when I retire. Who knows? Yeah. You've been hearing for years
1: that it's, uh, it's going to go bankrupt. That's all I keep hearing. Right. And I don't want to bank on Social Security. I'd, I'd rather <laughs> give me
2: more money now and then I'll figure out where I want to invest. Exactly, it. You know, exactly. that's my viewpoint on it. Yeah. You know, everybody's a little different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and if other people have hesitation or concerns, I don't know what they are. Um, those are the two that I've heard. I really don't see a downside to it because, like I said, the cost to you is minimal and it's only if you benefit from it that they're going to charge you.
0: And when you say they, that's that the Atlantic HR Solutions. Now, Atlantic HR Solutions, uh, the driver that's on per diem, they would contact that third party and uh, ask for that paper to prove that they've made more that year if they're afraid
1: of so
0: those if wages not being documented? Or, yeah. Right.
2: So Atlantic HR is really the point of contact. There's a customer service number if you have any questions mm-hmm. on just even qualification. If you get your pay stub and you look and say, well, you see your per diem reimbursement and you say, well, I thought I had an extra day on there. You can call their 800 number. Um, they have a great customer service staff, fully trained, um, that understands all the nuances of this. They'll take a look at it and they'll explain to the driver you know, why they didn't qualify for per diem. And if there's a dispute and um, there's a resolution saying, well, yeah, okay, I guess you did qualify. They'll make sure that you get paid out right. on the next paycheck. So... And if there's any questions with regards to um, getting a mortgage or can you help me with this, you can talk with Atlantic HR and they they will go out of their way to help you. I mean, these are very accommodating folks. Um, They're one of the best in the business in terms of handling per diem. Mm -hmm. And um, they've been just a great partner to work with. Gotcha.
0: How is our per diem program different from a lot of other trucking companies? Because I hear a lot. From people I work with, from our teammates, mm-hmm. that our our per diem is like pretty awesome. Yeah, so. I've
1: been on one myself, and it's quite different than this one.
2: Yeah, th- I guess the only experience I've had was what we had at Rail on the right. mileage based plan. Like I said, it was the uh, we had the twelve and a half cents taken off. We kept the penny and a half as a tax offset. And one thing I want to mention there is mm-hmm. when we switched from that mileage based plan to the daily per diem, all the drivers that were on the old plan to the new plan, they got a twelve and a, they got that twelve and a half cents. Um, back in their base pay. So basically, they got that penny and a half back. Right. When we switched to this, um, the decision was made with our management team. We knew we were going to take a hit from that tax standpoint, and we said that that's okay. We're going to take that hit. Um, so that money went right back to the drivers. Mm-hmm. Um, that was that, I thought that was pretty generous um, mm-hmm. of the company to do that. So... Uh, I, the mileage-based plan is the only other type of uh, reimbursement program that I've ever seen, per diem program that I've seen, um, other than this daily through Atlantic HR. So I guess I don't, I'm not really sure what else might be out there. Is there any other new things
1: in the works pay-wise for the drivers?
2: Uh, we've done a lot in the last year. I I'd say put you on the Almost spot. every single pay plan that we have here mm-hmm. at rail has been touched this last year through right. – converting from the your choice pay plans to the sliding pay scales mm-hmm. um, and some of those that weren't even a part of that. Some of the dedicated, you know, we, we've, we've revamped um, and then rolling out the per diem program um, this past year. I haven't heard of anything else that's coming down the pike, not saying it won't, mm-hmm. um, you know, some of it depends on how things go with the industry too. You know, sometimes all it takes is a couple carriers to mm-hmm. do a significant pay increase, and all of a sudden everybody else is trying to keep up with the Joneses. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think we've been we've been pretty generous this year, and and uh, I'm hopefully the drivers are seeing it more in the, their paychecks. And I'm, I, you right. know, I've heard some good feedback. Um, I haven't heard a lot of negatives from it. You know, I guess more money in everybody's <laughs> pockets. You don't it's hear a lot good. of <laughs> yeah. You don't hear a lot of complaints, but you know, we're always looking at it. Right. You
1: know? I had a flatbed guy I was working with today, and this may not even be your your end of it here, but he he I told him I was having a financial guy in from rail today. He said, "Well, asked him, are we getting a pay increase on tarping?" That was what he, <laughs> <laughs> I hear that every day. So I finally got somebody here in the financial end of it. That's what they want to know. Yeah, yeah. I
2: Well, tarping, I think the pay did increase about a year and a half ago. Right. I think it's the last time that it went up. I haven't heard anything okay. that it's going up soon, but not to say it couldn't be done yeah. on the horizon. I, I just don't know. I
1: can't so, speak So, John, I did ask
2: for you. <laughs> that tarping kind
1: of gets uh, baked into everything else. Yeah, right. It's, it's in, in the the, the load itself, it gets added into it and everything. So yeah, he, he wanted, I hear it all the time. And this one particular guy today, I was telling him about the podcast and the podcast today. And I told him I had a financial guy and he said, well, asked him about the tarping pay. <laughs> he said, we need more tarping pay. Yeah. So Detention, I, I did.
2: tarps and stops yeah. are probably the three right. things that you hear most about all so. the time. Yeah. Taking a look at everything we've done. It's been a busy year when it comes yeah. to driver pay per diem, you know, it, it's to me it's just it is it's it's been a lot of fun i I got a lot more involved in the driver pay this year than i had in the past years um and it's been an interesting process you know i I think going through the process of developing these pay plans you know rick is in intimately involved in this process there wasn't one meeting that we had on any one of these pay plans where rick wasn't in the meeting and he He wants to know, Mm -hmm. you know, how these drivers are being compensated and he wants to understand when we sit down and we talk through what changes do we want to make. One of his first questions is he wants to go through and fully understand what is the work that they're doing, Mm -hmm. you know, because he wants to make sure that those pay plans represent the work that they're doing. You know, he's a driver himself. He knows he's been out there. He understands it. So he's really asking a lot of questions. We're in with uh, the operations managers, um, you know, Eric Barber, Eric Wilson, Mitch Legrand. They're in these meetings, and we sit down and we talk through. And okay, here's what these drivers are doing. Here's how they're running. What kind of length mm-hmm. of haul? I'm pulling a lot of numbers for them, showing things up on the screen. And mm-hmm. and we just don't sit down for 20 minutes and say crank something out. I mean, right. this is I. I mean, this was months of work. Meet. Mm-hmm. Get opinions. Go back, respin numbers. Meet again, review it. You know, making sure that we don't have any holes in here where mm. you're going to get a bunch of drivers maybe slipping through, and all of a sudden they're making less money. Right. I mean, that was an absolute no-no. It was mm-hmm. taking any money away from a driver. Right. We want to make sure that you're going up in pay and paying, not down.
1: Yeah, because we're we're in the end of
2: it. We're here for them. Well, I mean, this. It was the one thing I learned. It was. Like I said, I've only been here three and a half years and I'm still learning. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm like, feel like I'm still in kindergarten here, you know, and learning the industry. But um, the, I learned that quickly day one is, you know, my boss actually said, um, he said, the one thing you're going to learn here is you never mess with the driver's pay. Always get it right. right. <laughs> and, you know, the drivers are, are the really the, the heart and soul of the company. Right. They're the ones that are out on the front lines doing all the work mm-hmm. and we're here, we're supposed to be here to support them, so. And there's yeah. a lot of
0: competition out there. There's a lot of companies that want those drivers. Oh, exactly.
2: Yeah. I mean, I've never seen an industry, well, my wife works in construction a company here in town and that's mm-hmm. probably about the closest parallel I can get. You know, I, I've never seen an industry where somebody could hop out of a cab and be driving by the end of the day, that's and, you know, yeah. go across the road and be in another cab by the end of the day. You know, it, it's, it's there's such a company, high demand.
1: There's companies out there literally all day long. As soon as they find out you have your CDL, yeah. they're like offering you this, offering yeah. you that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's beneficial for us to, to pay top dollar for what our drivers are doing.
2: And, and like you said, make sure their money is is right. Right. You, you know. know, and it goes even beyond pay, too. I mm-hmm. think it's just the general treat appreciation. Treat right. Exactly. Yeah. And you treat them right. It's the appreciation of the work that they're doing mm-hmm. and the recognition right. of the work that they're doing. So... You know, I think everybody wants to feel like they're doing a good job and making a difference. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and, and pay is one element that you can mm-hmm. show them your appreciation. But there's a lot of other things that we as a company can do for these drivers.
1: Rick and them do a lot. I mean, we
2: went to the driver picnic
1: just a couple of, couple of months ago, and mm-hmm. it was it was amazing what he does for them. And we were sitting out here for driver appreciation the other day, and I kind of got a... I think me and Travis was walking around talking to people, and I was fascinated. Rick was just out there. You were talking about him, you know, and everything. He's just literally sitting down with a whole whole group of trainees, and none of them had a clue it was Rick <laughs> Rale. I was it was kind of like an undercover boss, you know. Right. And I go, "Did you guys talk to Rick Real?" No, he's right. He's right behind you, right there. So that was kind of cool. I don't think I've ever worked for anyone. You know, a CEO in a company, it don't matter what day you come here, mm-hmm. the man is at the office all the time, you know. Uh, he's really got his hand on everything. So that's And kinda, he's a driver. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. absolutely. So yeah, definitely good. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty pleased myself. So I, I see where you're coming by being happy. Mm-hmm. Michelle, you?
3: Oh, um, I was just going to add, one of the ways I think they show us appreciation is, Honestly, the equipment we get to run in, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um, the new trucks, newer trucks, nothing's very old. Um, We can count on our maintenance people and anybody for anything here because they want to keep us running. That keeps us happy, and I just feel like we're appreciated in that way. Um, I continue to get to do my job safely. I can go to another company, and I can pretty much guarantee I'm not going to get the kind of truck I get when I come here not the kind of trailer I get when I come here. Um, I see people that drive, and I hear them complain about other places. Mm-hmm. So I feel very lucky to be in this company. A, a lot of
1: them sound good. You know, yeah. you see the oh. come and work with me, $10,000 yeah. sign yeah. on bonus, this yeah. bonus, that bonus, and you get over there, and it really is not what you think it mm-hmm. is. It sounds it's, good. It's a beautifully wrapped package. Absolutely.
2: And then you open it up and you see what's inside. Well, we're, we're a
1: beautifully wrapped package,
0: but it, it is actually a good A good distance Right, it. right.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, that's true. It's
3: not one of those those elephant gifts or whatever, <laughs> those, or you don't know what you're getting. I, I tell them, I,
1: I tell them literally when we do the training with them out there, when they're coming through the training program, our training equipment is literally better than most of the trucks running down mm-hmm. the road. Yeah. You know, they, they're they always concerned, well, what kind of truck am I getting? You know, and I laugh whenever they get a truck, you know, they're a new, new person and they get a truck and it's 200,000 miles and they go, oh man, I hope I get a new one. I'm like that thing that is, is barely new. broke in, <laughs> you know. New. Here's a company like when I came to work here, you know, they gave me a brand new truck. I had seven miles on my truck, and I was like, "What company? Did, they don't know me from anything other than a background <laughs> check." And they handed me a hundred and fifty thousand dollar piece of equipment. Right. You know, it's it's unheard of. I mean, companies don't do that. You go to work for companies and you get the the whatever's left out there in the field somewhere or another mm-hmm. to drive around in, and rail doesn't do that. That's
2: means uh, a lot.
0: And maybe it's because. Rick understands that mm-hmm. his name's on that truck, mm-hmm. and he appreciates that truck looking good Maybe. and the driver doing good. And yeah,
2: yeah. I mean, it's representative of the company, you know. Mm-hmm. And and um, you know, I think another part of the company too, the kind of the unsung heroes, is the maintenance department. That's they're awesome. Uh, they're, it's incredible. Their turnaround time on on repairs mm-hmm. and getting drivers back out onto yep. the road it's phenomenal. And as an owner operator, I mean, going in and getting
1: your truck repaired at our shop. You go to any other shop on the road, and it'll be—that's a fraction of what you'll pay at our shops. I, I've just been all around pleased. Mm-hmm. I really have. I, I'd love to tell you something negative, but I. <laughs> and most of the stuff we're talking
0: about is stuff yeah. that we're doing in house. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, besides the per diem, you know, we brought this right. other company, but mm-hmm. all this other stuff, like you guys are you guys are getting together and designing this stuff and mm-hmm. you know, it's that, it's that innovation, you know? Yeah.
2: Yep. Yeah. And I mean, it's, it's the collaboration, you know, the departments in this company work very well together. Um, you know, and it, there's a lot of good minds here, you know, people that can see the future and mm. how things should be. And that's, that's the road that we're heading down right now. I mean, it's, are there going to be tough times? Probably. That's just the ebbs and flows mm. of business, but, you know, we got a good foundation here, solid. I mean, I, I can't be more pleased than to be working here at Rail. I, I completely agree. Mm-hmm. Well, Brad,
1: I don't see us holding you up anymore. I think we covered a good bit. You all got anything else, Travis? No. Michelle, Michelle you got anything? No. Nope. The only other thing I needed to ask because we this is the running thing now hot dogs. Catch up or no catch up?
2: Uh, I,
1: I, Brot's hot dogs.
2: I, I grew up in Wisconsin, it's catch-up for me. Well,
1: let's get out of here. Thank you, Brad, for your time, Michelle. Thank you for helping me out today, Travis. Thank you for having me. It was a pleasure, uh, and we'll catch you guys next time. That's it. That's a wrap. All right. Well, thank
2: you, Brad.
3: Thank you.
2: No, thank you. Yeah, thanks for having me. This is, this is fun.